Hey everybody, this is Chuck Burr. I'm an extension educator at North Platte, Nebraska, and here today to share with you our UNL TAPS program, Testing Ag Performance Solutions, with our 2020 Farm Management Competitions presentations. Uh, we did have a virtual presentation of awards on January 16th. Uh, others on the leadership team with me, Dr. Darren Reddick and Dr. Matt Stockton, uh, do most of the research out of North Platte. In addition, Cody Creech and Jessica Groskoff uh, located out on the panhandle. Robert Tigner is a farm management educator based in North Platte, and Jason Warren is an irrigation specialist down with Oklahoma State University. Jason started a couple of TAPS competitions down in Oklahoma as well. Really like to thank our management team. Uh, they're the ones that do the day-to-day -day work on the TAPS competition. And without them, this TAPS program would not be available. You can see our participants uh, cover a pretty good chunk of the state of Nebraska, southern half, of Nebraska up into Northeast and the Panhandle as well. We do have some participants in Oklahoma and Kansas. And of course, with Jason Warren and Oklahoma State competitions, uh, we have some Oklahoma participants as well. Really like to thank our partners and sponsors. Without them, the TAPS program uh, would not be possible. Uh, several financial institutions that provide cash to us uh, that helps us to pay the awards out and also to have the awards banquet. Uh, seed companies provide recommended hybrids and recommended seeding rates, and then they also provide seed if the farmers select those hybrids to be planted. Um, the ag industry, uh, those are all of our technology and service providers. Uh, most of those are provided free of charge to the TAPS programs. It really allows our participants the chance to be able to test out this technology before they implement it on their farm. Uh, several commodity boards and regulatory agencies have been huge for us the last several years. Uh, the Corn Board, uh, Nebraska Grain Sorghum Board, the Nebraska, uh, National Sorghum Checkoff, as well as Colorado Corn, several natural resource districts, as well as Central Nebraska Public Power and Irrigation District providing support for the program as well. In addition, we have a USDA NRCS CIG grant that we receive, so support from them, as well as Ogallala Water, the Nature Conservancy, and the Rainwater Basin. <clears throat> So the awards that we present, we give out a $2,000 check to the most profitable farm. Uh, this is calculated looking at their cost of production, how many dollars per bushel it cost them to produce a grain. In addition to how they marketed that grain, what price did they receive in the marketplace? Uh, we also give a, a $1,000 check to the highest input use efficiency farm. That takes a look at the water applied, the nitrogen applied, and then how much of a yield response did they get for the inputs that they have. And then the third award is a greatest grain yield. That's a check of base amount of $500, uh, but we multiply that by the percent of profitability of the most profitable farm. Uh, so if a farm spends you know, a lot of money on water, nitrogen, uh, and seed just to, to get that high yield, uh, their profitability likely is gonna be a little lower. So then we adjust the check accordingly. So the overview of our competition, it's based in North Platte at the West Central Research Extension and Education Center. Um, the sorghum competition, uh, we simulate a farm size of 1,000 acres. So even though the plots, which are fairly small, the three replications would amount to just less than an acre, uh, the yield off of those plots is amped up or ramped up to 1,000 acres. So the participants have a representative amount of bushels that they need to be able to market throughout the growing season. Uh, management decisions they make, they select a crop insurance uh, package, they select a hybrid and seeding rate, uh, they tell us how much nitrogen and when to apply it. Uh, nitrogen can be applied pre-plant, side dress, and uh, through several fertigation options. 
Uh, irrigation management, they tell us how much water to apply and when to apply that. And, and like I mentioned earlier, they'd have, uh, you know, maybe close to 200,000 bushels that they need to market uh, using basis contracts or forward contracts or selling on a cash market. A lot of different options for them to be able to market their grain during the season. So the time of events, uh, we did receive a pretty large CIG grant from the NRCS USDA Natural Resource Conservation Service. Um, then we have a kickoff meeting in February every year, and then the decisions start to roll in. There's a, they select a crop insurance package in March, uh, pre-plant decisions, so hybrid seeding rate, any pre-plant nitrogen would be due in April. Uh, they can start irrigating after planting time. Uh, fertigations typically are based on growth stages of the plants as we move through the season. And we do have some field days in the summer, of course, irrigating. Uh, this year went through the 10th of September, uh, so the plants were pretty much finished up by then. Then we harvest and uh, kind of do all the calculations, tabulations, and then we presented the information here on the 16th of January, 2021. So technology and services provided, we got several different imagery providers from satellite to aerial imagery, uh, weather station data. There's a couple weather stations at the field edge uh, providing that information online. Uh, participants get to select the soil monitor, uh, soil moisture monitoring device. Uh, so they have a choice of that. Uh, also, some plant sensing is done as well. In addition, on the right-hand side, uh, we do a lot of soil and plant sampling during the season. At the end of the season, uh, you see Dr. Julie Peterson scouting for insects during the season. And uh, we do some plot photos every couple of weeks, provide those to the participants, and uh, provided some drone footage this year as well, and we'll continue to do that in the future. So you can see our 2020 irrigation uh, seasonal rainfall. So starting there, first part of June uh, through the middle of September, uh, the total was there, what, about five and a half inches, 5.62 inches of water uh, received in, in rainfall. Uh, quite a bit lower than our historical. The last three years, you know, we've been about 15 to 21 inches of, of rainfall received during the season. So quite a bit drier. Uh, made that irrigation decision much more uh, meaningful this year. Market conditions, you can see for the last couple of years, uh, we're on a kind of a wild ride, really pretty high right now, high as we've seen in, in quite some time. Uh, that really uh, helped out those participants that waited until the end to market their grain. They had the, the typically the highest uh, dollars per bushel in terms of marketing decisions. And the December futures prices here, I know we're talking about grain sorghum, but uh, the local basis or the local cash values are based off the December futures uh, corn. And uh, again, we were pretty high here towards the end of November when uh, quite a bit of the grain was priced. Uh, and we also had a positive basis for grain sorghum this year. Uh, we see that often time to time, typically in the off season, but actually we saw it during the growing season this year and some of our participants really cashed in on that. So let's take a look at, first of all, our TAPS Advocate Award. Every year we provide an award to a person, individual, or business uh, that kind of goes above and beyond the call in terms of helping us promote our TAPS program. This year, we'd like to present it to the Nebraska Farmer and Tyler Harris. Tyler is the editor of the Nebraska Farmer, has really done a great job in terms of helping us get the word out. Uh, Tyler would interview our award winners the last several years and uh, be able to share their stories, their management strategies that led to their awards. And that way others can learn from them as well. 
Tyler also competed as a TAPS participant for a couple of years and wrote about that in his blog. So taking an inside of the competition look as well, we're really grateful to Nebraska Farmer and Tyler Harris for helping us get the word out on our UNL TAPS program. So let's focus here on the sorghum competition. We'll kind of go into the decisions made. Uh, we did have 12 teams participating. We had a control plot that gets no water, no nitrogen. And uh, then we had a UNL extension team plus 10 individuals that competed. Uh, you can see on the left-hand side here on the out part of, outer part of the pivot, uh, we did have three replicated blocks. So each one of the plots was replicated three times in a different location in the field. Those were all randomly assigned. Crop insurance selection uh, control plot had no insurance selection. Everybody else was $5 up to about $17.44 was the maximum. Uh, most of them would select the uh, revenue protection and enterprise units at the 65% level uh, was the most common insurance package selected. Now, in terms of hybrid and seeding rate, we had seven hybrids selected. Uh, you see the different colored rectangles there uh, would be different seed companies. So our seed companies provide uh, the seed, recommended seed and seeding rates and the participants can choose one of those hybrids or they can select their own. Um, you see here, uh, our seeding rates range from 80,000 up to 110,000, so about a 30,000 seed per acre range there. Uh, cost per acre, $12.20 up to about $20, so not quite twice as much, uh, but pretty significant difference in a, of the amount of seed, uh, how much the cost was to put the seed in the ground this year. Uh, the most popular hybrid was Channel 6B55. We had several teams select that hybrid. Uh, here you can see the nitrogen fertilizer that was applied. Again, plot three is a control plot, got no water, no nitrogen. Uh, the minimum was 40 pounds for pre-plant up to 140 pounds. Fertigations range from 55 up to 120 pounds, so a pretty significant range. Overall, in terms of how much nitrogen was applied was 135 up to 220, so not quite a 100 pound range, but pretty close to that. Uh, irrigation amounts range from 2.61 at the low up to 9.71. So, you know, about a seven inch difference in terms of how much irrigation water was applied. As we start looking at the yields, water was really, really important this year with, with the lack of rainfall. Uh, we, we just had to supplement quite a bit of irrigation water this year uh, to get the yields to where they needed to be. And average was about seven inches. Uh, sorghum cost when we put all the costs together. So this would be their nitrogen costs, their uh, seed costs, their irrigation pumping costs, uh, uh, insecticide, uh, tillage and planting, harvest cost, all that's included in here, land rent or return to, return to maintenance, return to management is all included in this. Uh, the low, uh, again, that control plot was $401 up to $619 per acre. Uh, cost of production. Uh, in terms of marketing, we see quite a few participants uh, selected cash contracts. 42% of the grain was sold through cash contracts, another 40% through basis, and about 20% was forward contracted. In terms of the marketing, uh, the high was the $5.50 per bushel, probably sold most of it at the, in November 30th when we had the high for the year and the low was down $3.75 with an average of about $4.5 per bushel. 
Now let's take a look at the award results here. So the yields, Farm 12 had the highest yield at 176.5. A couple other teams, you know, in that upper 160, 170 range uh, really did a good job. So nine, eight, and 12 were our top three in terms of yields. And those were uh, from Chad Dane, Mark Rasmussen, and Scott Jewett. And our winner this year was Mark Rasmussen. Mark planted channel 6B55 at 110,000 seeds per acre. Uh, he selected the Syntex soil moisture probe to make his irrigation scheduling decisions. Uh, total of 170 pounds of nitrogen and 9.63 inches of water. Like I said, his yield was 176.5. In terms of efficiency, remember we talked about the high three and yields was nine, eight, and 12. Uh, you can see here farm eight was the high in terms of efficiency. That's the yellow bar. That's the calculation that we did. Uh, and how did they get there? So they had a good yield and, and did it very efficiently. You know, the blue dots would be irrigation water. Uh, so this individual applied, what, about seven and a half inches of water. And the green dots is nitrogen fertilizer applied would have been about 135 pounds of nitrogen uh, to get that top yield or be the top three in terms of yield. So in terms of uh, the top three, Scott Jewett, Mark Rasmussen, and Todd Downer. And our winner was Scott Jewett. Scott planted channel 6B55 at 90,000 seeds per acre, utilized a crop X soil moisture sensor, put on 135 pounds of nitrogen and 7.4 inches of water, and his yield was 170.6. That was just a few bushels off of the high. So congratulations to Scott for being our highest input use efficiency winner. And in terms of profitability, Farm 10 was the high at $278 per acre. Uh, the minimum was $3 per acre at uh, Farm 7. Uh, the average was 122 and high was uh, plot 10 at 278. Incidentally, our control plot uh, they got no water, no nitrogen, ranked third in terms of profitability, mostly because that grain was all sold again on November 30th, had a decent yield and pretty low cost of production. So kind of interesting that a plot that got no water, no nitrogen would finish this high in terms of the overall profitability. So our top three were Clint Stewart, Paul Hoyt, and Scott Jewett. And the winner this year was Paul Hoyt. Congratulations to Paul. Paul planted DK. 45-23 uh, for his hybrid at 90,000 seeds per acre. Utilized a trellis soil moisture sensor for making irrigation decisions. 200 pounds of total nitrogen, 8.63 inches of irrigation water. His yield was just under 160 bushels and his revenue received per bushel $5.45 per bushel. So congratulations to Paul. There's kind of a summary. So Mark Rasmussen, Scott Jewett, and Paul Hoyt were the big winners this year. We congratulate all of our participants and all the winners uh, for this year's sprinkler sorghum competition. So if you're interested or know somebody that might be interested in competing in 2021, please let us know. We can add you to our list of participants. Uh, of course, spots are limited due to field size. So if you're interested, make sure you let the TAPSME team know as soon as possible if you wanna participate. Also, if you're a business or organization that would like to be part of the TAPS program, uh, we'd be glad to visit with you about sponsorship opportunities that might align with your company's visions. So please contact Crystal Rhodes, our TAPS program manager at crystal.rhodes at unl.edu. Check us out on Twitter and our webpage as well as our digital newsletter. Uh, 
but uh, we do put that out every month and allows us to keep up with you with current details. Thanks for joining us today for the TAPS Awards presentation.